and welcome to the Natty's Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew D, and with me today, Dwight Lindsay. How's it going? Oh, good, good, buddy. How's I'm it going gonna, with you? Uh, it's, I mean, I'm a little under the weather, so I'm going to try to navigate as many coughs as possible. Uh, but um, I think we need to... Uh, no longer am I joined by Dwight Lindsay, but you are you are the co-host, uh, <laughs> uh, for sure. We are flying this together all right so you can be the wingman of this small duo squadron that we got flying right here so ah sweet thanks yeah i appreciate it yeah yeah i think i think i think it's very necessary (laughs) (laughs) especially all the work and effort that you're putting into everything right now so um let's just get into it you went to an event this weekend how was the event tell me about it Oh, yeah. So uh, this weekend's event was over at uh, the Flint's Gaming Store over in the Kitchener-Waterloo area. And, you know, that's the uh, GRX territory over there. So the event was hosted by uh, Tristan Singleton and Greg Chandler Burns. Uh, Both of them, who I actually just recently met in person. I've talked to uh, them a bit online, but it was nice to actually, you know, put a face to the name now and uh it was a nice little store they had a good turnout there is eight people and you know uh everyone was flying some jonky lists you know uh there's a little bit of siege of coruscant in there there was some battle of yavin cards hot shot and aces too so it was kind of nice to see you know people out there kind of upgrading their squads with the newer content that was out there for sure, yeah. You know that's a nice amount eight uh, eight people out there playing, and I have met uh, Singleton before, and he is fantastic, uh, and just a great guy all around. I don't know if I can put a face to the name, the second name you mentioned, Craig. Oh, I think you uh, mentioned Greg Chandler Burns. Greg He's Ch- their like. Oh wait, wait, yes, their judge I'm... basically for all their events and uh, stuff they host. Oh, okay, okay. I'm pretty sure I've met him either way uh, before as well. I'm pretty real sure. knowledgeable guy. Like <laughs> when we were playing through our game, he was spouting uh, all kinds of different little rules and tidbits as we were going, and like things I didn't even think of or understand the concept of how all these uh, aspects of the game come into play. So it was a real pleasure. Uh, my first match was against them, and even though I did beat them, it, uh, it was uh, I. I really took a lot away from that match, just knowledge wise. Sweet deal. Awesome way to way to have some smarty pants out there. That's good. <laughs> Well, that's what we need uh, in the community, right? Like, uh, smart people. Yeah, smart people. People who know the rules and people actually want to go out and, like, be put themselves out there and judge uh, events going on in the community. We don't have a lot like that out there right now. No, that's one of the things I always said to myself while I when I started the community. It was that, man, I'm not going to create, you know, put effort into a community that I can't play the game anymore (laughs) so i've always been like in the forefront like i want to play with all my friends i don't want to judge it and there have been people who stepped up in the past to do some judging and super you know 100 percent appreciative of all the work that they've put in over the over the while so uh yeah and what were you flying at this event so i was doing uh separatists which i'm still on my current run till the end of the year uh, I've been messing around with Separatists quite a bit. Uh, I still haven't really found 
I don't know if I'd use the word comfortable, but uh, a fit that's right for me because still being a little bit apprehensive to go into the swarm, I'm trying to use more of the meteor ships. But uh, for this tournament, I decided to go with Django in the Fire Spray. I went with Dirge in the Rogue Class Starfighter. And who else did I have? I had Grievous in the Bellabub, and I bought a, I uh, brought along a bombardment drone loaded with basically our prox mine and landing struts, just to clean up objectives and keep anybody from getting too close. Okay, right on, right on. How did you find Dirge? I've, I wanted to hear your thoughts before I talk a little bit about what, how I've experienced them. So uh, I've been flying him i put him in my list basically as soon as he came out i was like okay this seems kind of janky there and for the first 10 matches with him i would just fly him into things just into swarms into batches of ships coming down just to proc his ability and for the first 10 matches he wouldn't die (laughs) he would just do his thing i had uh well, my kind of current loadout on him is just an ion cannon and heavy laser cannon. So I'm either going to control you or hit you hard. So mm-hmm. okay. a lot of people, with Dirge still being new, don't want to actually take him on. So even when I'd fly him into people, people either weren't shooting at him or weren't shooting at him effectively. And then uh, this weekend, I got to proc his ability twice. And the first time, I had... No, none of the I think it's the pilot cards in my hand when I flipped them over at all the all the other cards that don't go away so he just died instantly and then in my last match against Tristan I actually got the procket and got rid of half his damage and I was so pumped for it he is a good control piece a good hitter he has if you have just him going uh in if he's your only rogue class and you have the title on him he can cloak He's very maneuverable, position, get, uh, you know, your modifications. Uh, For four points, I think for Separatists, he's probably the best four points as a standalone piece you could put on the board. Yeah, he's pretty, that's what I found. Not necessarily the best four-point piece, because I think some of those Tri-Fighters are good contenders at the I-5, our flocks and stuff like that. But uh, they're a whole kind of different beast. Uh, I found with the title and Ion Cannon and Ion Bomb, he was just the world's biggest nuisance. And (laughs) you, you shouldn't, like, him cloaked running around was almost nearly impossible to kill by the time the game was done. Uh, he just he just takes a lick and keeps on ticking, and even if you manage to push through the damage, he's still, chances are, coming back. Uh, yeah, uh, that's what I found with him. And then he would just fly right at stuff. And he'd be like, la-di-da, I'm cloaked. Here's my focus token. Good luck on hurting me. I don't care if I bump. I'm not shooting anyhow, so that's fine. And then he would just uh, drop ion bombs on things that after he was in the fray. And then everything would be like, oh my goodness, an ion bomb. And then they would still try to shoot him, and he would keep flying. And he would contest objectives. And, you know, he just is a solid piece. I think it's kind of scary to uh release him from his uh cloak uh if he has to contend with other characters that could uh you know 
outfly him or find him and shoot him and perhaps put more damage than he would like but uh if he had that opportunity where he could fight he could shoot things that were lower than him low initiative wise i think he would also be a great uh little fighter out there as well with a great ability so i think i think he's really solid for four points I'd say that, and this this was my first ship where I actually ever tried a heavy laser cannon with, because I, I, you know, still being new to the game, to line up the bullseye for me isn't always easy. But I would say every match that I put him in, I was I was proccing HLC at least three times a match. Okay, okay. And, That's you know, good. when you ionize and you have that reposition at I-5, you know... Chances were like ninety percent of the time after I ionized you, I was doing HLC next turn. Oh, that's nice. I like that. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Okay. A uh, quick, quick thoughts in here. Do based on uh flying some of the new stuff because we were kind of like uh speculating before about what we thought about the new stuff after you've faced some of the new stuff and or uh flown some of the new stuff what do have any of your opinions changed uh agent tyranny is that what it is? agent yep. tyranny yeah. agent tyranny yeah so i've gone up now three times uh now i can only speak using my separatist squad which doesn't have too many uh of the you know friendly ship uh, requirements mm-hmm. was meant nothing to me uh usually within the first three rounds i had that condition off me uh, they my opponents because i didn't have any of the hijinks involved with it they were just trying to go for the you know the stress in my line of fire kind of aspect and uh usually Django was the target because you know he can fire out the front or the back so they figured that'd be the best way to you know get the ability to work in their favor but also, Django with a Force ability mods and Slave title can also get a crit pretty easily. So, mm-hmm. I, I was pretty surprised, you know, for everyone talking about this being meta breaking. Now, mind you, this is just me and my one list. Uh, I haven't found it anything uh, worth the hype yet. Okay, okay. Uh, any anything else that uh, uh, that falls under those categories? Uh. What else was there? in? Because uh, uh, there's a lot of First Order on the weekend. There was the the First Order ship that can slam. Ooh, tide. how did you find uh, facing that? Well, basically on first engagement, I think they did uh, on the first round, they did a three bank and then slam three, took their shield to get, activate Fanatical. And I was like, oh what is this <laughs> i was like uh, so that was pretty interesting uh it could be pretty dangerous i think <laughs> did you win that match lose that match i actually i lost that one in the last round it what were we doing we were doing crates and i was i had a lot of i wanted to reposition a lot so i was going for kills and i didn't start picking up crates till the third round so i i lost due to objectives i didn't play that match smart okay okay uh what about uh did they have quick draw on that list uh they did they did have quick draw on that list yeah and they provided her with this slamming ability uh no what did quick draw have on that one uh i don't even think they had 
the oh what is it there the the special forces gunner i think they had the dt okay so yeah it, it was just the two or three of his ties that he had uh, that requirement on it was an interesting it was interesting to see cuz i i'm a guy who hasn't used slam ability yet on any of my ships flying so when i see it come at me it does overwhelm me at first especially if there's multiple ships cuz they just get in your face really quick the whole rule of 11 gets uh, pretty real yeah yeah well they can be turn 1 right there right yeah especially with uh five straight five straight oh i know how about yourself there how much have uh, you come across yet um, I've come off across a few different things. Uh, so let's see. Uh, I'll hit all the factions that I can really think of. Uh, let's look over here on this thing for a moment. Uh, Rebel, haven't really thought, put any thought into anything different. Uh, Empire, uh, Second Sister's really solid, hard to kill her. Uh, and she, I fl I've flown her, and she's pretty nice uh she's a nice inquisitor uh with a three die gun uh, her ability doesn't really proc but really nice to have that three die gun i think marcel brought it up a really cool uh idea with a juke on her and a shield upgrade uh because she's already just looking to evade all the time so juke is kind of a nice nuisance piece uh uh Ubel, the uh tie heavy uh pretty good uh, not gonna lie, but I, I mean, bonus attacks in the first place is really uh, is really solid, um, and uh, yeah, uh, for a tie heavy at I five, uh, pretty solid. I mean, I think the arcs that have come out with Siege of Coruscant at four points really, mm, you know, make the tie brutes at five points kind of upset. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. It, it, they, they would prefer to be at four points and you know maybe we'll see it one day but it isn't today uh what else uh hmm scum uh hondo in the fire spray with lando and having the having ion in your list really really great because if they're ionized uh you can give them the action and they take a focus action and then they can't do any other actions because that's all they can do. So it makes them lose essentially an action, which is funny. Uh, and you get all the upsides of Hondo. And yeah, Hondo, very, very powerful. Laughing for a three-point mining guild tie with like uh, strapping an ion cannon. And everybody else is like, oh, I don't want to get stressed because if you shoot me while I'm stressed, then dice aren't uh, can't be modified. Yeah, that's pretty scary. It can really... Uh, scare off p uh, ships that are looking to do like double mods and get stressed uh, but then they can't do anything because they're stressed so that's kind of scary uh, first order I have really enjoyed uh, what have I enjoyed so far in first order nothing because I haven't flown it uh, but I am interested about doing the slamming thing I think it's pretty good uh, I think back to about Poe where especially on quick draw at least or some of the other i5s where poe is like black one i'm out of here bye um and this is just very similar to that uh where you can just basically say bye um but in this case you can also say bye and be like hey i'm also going to attack you so it's a bye 
bye from you and hello from me. Uh, you say goodbye and I say hello, that thing. Um, uh, nothing from Republic and Sis. Uh, yeah, Dirge, super cool. And the Siege of Coruscant stuff, uh, very strong with all the contingencies, abilities. Uh, those are my thoughts. Those are my quick, hot uh, takes on uh, all of, I guess they're not even hot takes, but they're just quick, fired out thoughts on the stuff so far. Yeah. Yeah, that's good, though. It looks like, uh, you know, from what we're seeing, people are using these cards, and who knows, maybe the next meta will involve some of these, and uh, chances are at Worlds we'll be seeing all kinds of these cards out there. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm also on the same boat with you on Tyranny, too, um, that she doesn't seem as effective. Uh, I, I mean, I don't think she's... Uh, well, here's a hot take. I don't think she wins a tournament, period. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think she doesn't because all it takes is a squad that has no friendly ability kind of thing proccing, and she she really lose, lacks her luster right away. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And so. there is, like, and each faction's different, right? Like, you know... Yeah, have Republic and uh, Rebels. They really they can they can rely really heavy on the you know the friendly ship parts. But there is lists in both of them that you can use where maybe it doesn't matter as much, or you can go temporary without using it. Mm hmm. Yeah. Anyhow, let's get back to our list of some of the things we want to talk about. Uh, you got some shout-outs and upcoming stuff that you wanted to mention. Yeah, so, uh, you know, talking to everyone in the community and that, it sounds like, uh, you know, things are kicking off again. You know, uh, the fire has been lit. Everybody wants to start doing events again, getting together, and, you know, bringing back the good old days. So I know I, I did. I am noticing yeah. that we are getting more listeners and more people are coming out to events and more people are just jumping onto our Facebook groups and stuff like that. So it's like a slow trickling. I, I, I'm not saying like, you know, tens of people or 20s or whatever like that. A not a ton of people are just showing up at the door. But there is a, a an increase of trickling yes. of individuals, which is really nice. It shows uh, some health there. Yeah, I, I like, like it. We're seeing our beans sprouting in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the hard work's starting to pay off. Yep. So I do know uh, this summer there is uh, a couple of big events groups are planning. Uh, Ewok Squadron, they announced they're hoping uh, to do something at the beginning of summer, I think June. And then I think in July, GRX has said they will be bringing back their team of tour tournament, which they uh, hosted a few years back. So... It's good. There's going to be lots of stuff going on. We got Worlds next year too, so uh, we're even getting approached by uh, Critical Hit. Uh, they very much liked our team tournament. They want to start hosting. Uh, you know, every other month they would like us to start hosting tournaments there. Dominic reached out, so the uh, you know the community's uh, growing and uh, people are starting to notice and you know now people are asking for more X-wing which is good which is basically what we want yes yes please listen uh, and accept our lord and savior X-wing into your life 
Now, a uh, little updates on Longshanks. And if you don't know about Longshanks, it is uh, one of the tournament software options right now. Uh, and we have, well, you have used it there, Dwight, with a lot of success alongside, uh, you know, a lot of open communication with the designer there. Uh, so what's new and happening with it? Well, it's... With our local events, it seems to be the most prominent now. Uh, I have had a few people in some of the other groups reach out about uh, what software everyone's using, and Longshank seems to come up. I've talked with a few different groups on the ins and outs of it. There's still a you know a few quirks because like when it comes to generating rounds, you got to go through like a few more buttons than what you did with the old software. But uh, it even on uh, online. Uh, you know, a lot of groups seem to be using it. Uh, overseas seems pretty big. And uh, Longshanks actually posts on their Facebook page the amount of events going on each month. And X-Wing nice. is actually becoming their most uh, dominant event. They were a Marvel Crisis Protocol was their biggest customer for the longest time. But we've actually overtaken them the last two out of three last months. Oh, geez, that's awesome. Take that, Marvel Crisis Protocol. Yeah. <laughs> and it's good so uh it's nice to see everyone using it and there's a lot of features once you register on there once when someone's hosting a tournament they could just type in your name and call up your profile you know your wins your strength the schedule it's all recorded there and i for anybody who's listening just created a star wars gaming durham community in Longshanks. so if you're a member of our squadron you sign up within there if you're a member you can see how other members in your community are doing like a one-touch access it's like oh you know andrew's been in three tournaments his sos is this uh, you know he seems to be really strong with this faction so it's kind of a good way we can kind of you know check on how each other are doing you know and if i got a match coming up against someone in my squad maybe i can see what they're pr prominently uh, flying and uh, how well they're doing with it and lots of other kind of stats all embedded in it that's awesome that's that's really sick i need to sign up that uh that sounds pretty cool i like that, I like mm -hmm. that a lot. yeah i'm gonna talk to the the programmer of it and see and maybe uh next our third season of our league maybe we'll run it through there uh, the one thing i just gotta check with him is right now his there is a league option but it's like you know here are your matches for week one here's your matches for week two where i just kind of want to do all the matches all at once and then people can just fill it in as opponents become available so i'm going to talk to him about that but i don't think it'll be a problem to have a mode like that kind of put in where you can just draw all your matches for the season fair enough yeah really cool really cool um yeah uh so i did want to touch on uh something today uh, i was pondering about it after i played a few different things um do you have any uh, problems with the scenarios. What if you were to, if you were to choose? Like let, let's say you're digging. Is there what what's I pro, what's one thing that you think that the let's not say describe it as problems. Let's describe it as a, a like a, an area that it could be better. Right if for the scenarios. What if you had to choose one? What do you think the area that could be better for what the scenarios could be? Okay, so this is where I might be a little bit biased being new and all I know is the world of scenarios. But my only 
I'll call it an issue with the scenarios is not really with the scenarios themselves, it's with the amount of scenarios. Because I think we could use one or two more. And the reason why I don't really, me, I don't really have an issue with any of the scenarios is I find each one uh, provides a different function or requirement of what you need to do. And I kind of like the fact that even though some of them are similar, there's a different aspect, you know, whether or not it's like you have to waste a move to do an action or you pick something up and it limits your mobility or you just have to, it's all just about repositioning and keeping close to something. I, I just love every aspect of it and how you have to try and build the list to match all four, but that's almost impossible to do and you just got to try and find an easy balance. So the only thing I would like to see is one or two more scenarios out there that kind of push another restriction or another form of list building you need to do with it. Right on, right on. Here's my problem with them. I don't want to play them again. I don't really have a, I, I want maybe, maybe one more each kind of deal um but if i had to choose right after playing a scenario or even uh, the next week or so do i want to play a scenario or do i want to play uh just a regular cool a chill game of x-wing with a buddy i just want to play a, a regular chill cool x-wing game with a buddy i think for these scenarios to be successful they need to be there needs to be more reason to keep opening that book up uh and i think i've got some cool ideas as to and this is obviously not very you know connected to current x-wing um and and who knows if this is even in the works as it is right now but he like here's like some of my thoughts as to so that you can keep playing this uh, stuff um i think what would be cool is that it more along a campaign esque, and I would even say I would even go as far as to say that the events or the scenarios or the things that you do through the campaign can be Star Wars esque and don't necessarily need to be these big battles. Reason being is that. Um, you can only go so far with these big battles, right? Because there's only going to be, you know, the attack on the Death Star 1, attack on Death Star 2, Starkiller Base, Siege of Coruscant, right? There is not an infinite list of big battles. Could you be creative and figure some stuff out here and there? Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. You can. But I think what would have been really nice is, let's say... Battle of Yavin looked like this. Mission one. Here's the pilots, and you don't even get to see all the pilots that are in the box, right? Here's here's the a list of pilots that you get for the first one, for the first battle or whatever like that. And it could be like, you know, set up a set up the thing that looks like this go uh, take down a comms tower or do something, something Star Wars flavor, right? So you, you do the mission out and whether you win or lose connects you a dotted line or a line going to the next scenario. And if you had won, you would go in a one direction. If you had lost, you would have gone to another direction. Um, perhaps 
revealing uh, a closed envelope of uh, new uh, pilots uh, that you know had joined the the cause or new pilots that were recruited or uh, a lieutenant or a, some sort of hotshot ace that comes to join the group and then you go into your next mission and maybe while you're going through these missions you can uh you know you can have little rewards in the forms of um some acrylic tokens or some cards that are like specific to things that are like uh you can just have as like some right now could you ultimately open this thing up and tear it all open and everybody gets the stuff and divvy it all up and whatever yada 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 sure okay you could um but i think it's more fun that uh you know you could you know by you know maybe you you fly through a mission and maybe there's like an achievement list if you're the person who gets first blood open up envelope a and that person gets this little thing right i just think that these are a couple of ideas that would make it more enticing to continue a longer story than a one a sit down situation as well as having little trinkets and things that encourages you to play and be a part of this more than just a one sit down thing um and it can lead up to the battle of the of, of yavin death star one and the full trench thing because obviously they can create a cool scenario because they've already shown it and they don't these don't need to be balanced but just like they they currently are but just more content than these one-off scenarios i think would be really good what are your thoughts so uh there's a thing i remember telling our group about way back in the day because uh, i listened to fly better and uh, ryan farmer he actually put together this thing called galactic conquest and he worked yes. with uh rathos to actually put together a special yasby for it and minus the present it's exactly what you're talking about which i think is a fantastic idea he had uh the first scenario and he what he did was he actually modified existing scenarios so i think the first one was kind of like an assault on the saddle like ray Yep. It was Rebels versus Empire, and I think it was like 15 points each to build your list, select pilots, and select abilities. Almost everything was like unique, so you couldn't like double up on abilities. And you would play, and basically everyone you know in North America that w listens to it would play and feed the results to him. And uh, basically, he would use that results to determine the outcome overall of this, you know, space battle. And, you know, if Rebels won, they got an extra upgrade point, sometimes an extra pilot. And the scenarios, the way he tweaked the scenarios were great. Like his assault on the satellite ray uh, spinoff was if you took a satellite at the end of the round, it had a homing missile. Oh, okay. So okay. in in each scenario, he would remake and he'd have little things like that in there. And it was such a cool thing because you're playing with all these people and you're all doing the same thing, kind of working for this one big goal. And it was like this story that constantly evolved because he went very detailed in what was going on in this little universe he created. And I think if we could do something like that, or I guess a AMG could do something like that with an organized play kit, Oh, right. I like. I think you'd have uh, people be running in the doors to pick up X-wing. Like, right? Yeah. I like. 
just the idea of, you know, sitting down, playing with Colin, Ben, yourself, and everything. Imagine we were sitting, and there we had, we were going through this story. Like, I could see us, because we never, we haven't picked up Battle of Yavin. We haven't spoken about the idea of playing Battle of Yavin again. And I think that's proof in the pudding right there, is that these are kind of more of a one-off thing. They're fun, for sure. They're a good time. Uh, having all the cards accessible sweet yep it definitely adds to the game that's that's really great um but it, but they're not really replayable uh it, it being able to we if they were on the next mission kind of deal and the next mission like a campaign style we totally would have uh, got together uh and played the the rest of the campaign uh with like prizes and hidden things and gems to figure out and an unraveling story that could go either way I think they just could have gone deeper and I really hope that they do go deeper and challenge, you know, uh, I think challenge themselves a little more. I think they could create something really epic like that. Uh, and even speaking of epic, what a great way to add in epic ships, uh, without having them be much of a thing, you know, they, you know, and there are ways that you could, let's say, Oh, I don't own the epic ship. Well, you could proxy. They could bring a cardboard proxy in, right? Uh, just for to support those individuals. But if you did have it, what a cool thing to be like! Pull the raider out of the tanta or whatever, and actually throw that on the board, and just incorporates epic uh, on the board as well. Like, I could totally see it. Yeah, and you know, with the, was it Hondo they actually gave the wording for to so it wouldn't work on epic ships? Mm -hmm. So that tells me, wow, well, I, I would speculate that they must be working on epic ships. Like, I would not be surprised if we hear something late next year with it. I think there's going to be too much for them going on right now with Worlds, new starter kits, uh, you know, OP kits and all that, but I wouldn't be surprised if we hear an announcement near the end of next year with Epic coming back into the swing of things. That's another thing. With these new starter kits, uh, I think that's enough on the campaign there. Uh, I mean, uh, those are my ideas. Uh, but with the starter kits, I think they need to be... I think they need to have reason for veteran, like, player, people who are already not starting into the game to buy them as well. More but, than just alternate art ships. They said, though, well, now things change and all that, but they said that that's exactly what they didn't want, AMG. They didn't want to have something in there that experienced players felt like they had to go out and buy. They uh, kind of said that in one of their things. They just want yeah. something. They don't want, because what's going to happen is they're going to pump out <laughs> seven different starter kits and some people, not all of them, would be complaining. Oh, now I gotta buy seven starter kits yeah. to get these things, right? I don't. I, don't make it so that like somebody has to, but just give us a little reason as to maybe some a reason why I'd want to. Well, I do believe now everything's going off these little podcasts and things that you hear and there on the internet. But I think they're supposed to come with standardized loadout cards. So depending if that is true or not, there it'd be no different than buying Siege of Coruscant or Battle of Yavin. There might be some, you know, meaningful pilots in there to have in your collection. Yeah, but they said the standard loadout cards would be like, here's uh, a ship. Uh, like here's a here's a dude with like upgrades already strapped to them, 
that you could already oh. do for the exact same price. Okay, okay. So. so they're not going to be like a standardized that you couldn't create for the same price. It'll be the same thing. Like, you know, uh, if, you know, X1 Vader is seven points, uh, so it'll, and, you know, if you strapped an FCS onto them, it's that's two more for the loadout, then it'll be X1 Vader with two points for the loadout. And it'll be like anything you could already do in a customizable okay. one. Yeah, because I'm really torn, like, in the middle there. I don't want to buy seven sets of these things with four ships each if I, if I don't need them. Like, because if there is anything in there I don't have or I think is cool, I am going to buy them. Yeah. I, like I said, don't make it so they are needed. But don't shy away from the idea of making it so that I would want them. Like, I think uh, there was another person who, I think it was William Hagwood who actually said, like, revamp some of the ships. Make some, make some of the things so that they're adjustable or rotating oh. guns or stuff like that. Yeah. And it, that'll at least grab a couple of people. Because you're like, I'm like, ooh, I really want a, a TIE fighter uh, like the one from The Mandalorian, where it can open and close its wings. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Cool. Like, all right. No, that's valid. I would. I. That's something I would buy, and it's not something you'd have in every faction in that. But uh, some of them, yeah. It's uh, the like I said, I'm so torn between it because like I want we need something for new people to come up and grab, but then it's like yeah. oh now we've lost six months of like production and like brainstorming time with amg because they're you know pumping out stuff that i might not necessarily need it's like those catch 22s you know it's like uh it's better yeah. for the game overall but it's like uh, i need more content <laughs> yeah i think for the game to really thrive it's going to need not if if they're doing these starter kits and there's no reason for they're just literally catering to new players uh and biting the bullet on that because it's really like a tough uh, thing financially. Oh yeah. Uh, but, you know, if they're biting the bullet bullet on it, then they need to hand in hand create almost the same amount of content for players who are already in the game. Yeah. They like. I really hope that they are preparing to come out of the gate swinging, uh, with just all AMG ness everywhere. Yeah, I'm like, hoping so least, too. Yeah, like these starter kits, a new ship for every faction. I mean, you know, this is a lot, but whatever. This is what I'm saying. You know, new ship for every faction. These starter kits and uh, and your first tournament uh, OP uh, kit. I like if that is what we see. That would make me feel pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. We'll just have to see. I just hope this shatter point their new game doesn't take all their focus because I know they're not a big crew to begin with that work on the Star Wars stuff. But uh, that shatter point looks really cool. It does. Not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. <laughs> the models look really good, but right. I think you still yeah. have to paint them though. <laughs> oh yeah, you do have to paint them. I'm pretty. I like all the memes where they're like, because uh, they're like, uh, man spreading is what they've been saying. Uh, <laughs> Because they've said all the characters are like have these really wide stances, so the, there's a lot of memes going around with like, oh, look at all the man spreading, <laughs> so, and for them to fit on those bigger bases. <laughs> oh man, sweet deal. Either way, um, that's all I got, bud. Uh, do you got anything? 
No, I just a uh, big shout out to Critical Hit for hosting us on Friday night and all the new people who have been coming out. It's been great meeting all the new people. Uh, you know, we've been working with them hard, doing a lot of like learn to fly sessions uh, between myself, Ben and Mark. We've been all rotating between our matches and helping out the new people. And uh, it's just good. You know, I think I put in my Facebook post, there was like seven of us on Friday, which I thought was great. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, interest is getting up there and it's uh, people are coming out. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this uh, continuing on. Right on, man. Right on. Oh, yeah, yeah. We should definitely shout out. Like, I'll shout out Brew Wizards Board Game Cafe in Oshawa. Supporting. Uh, shouting out Gamers Table, our new board game store. Well, I've been there for a year now. Oshawa Whippy Border. If you're in the Durham region, really great place for X-Wing stuff. Oh, best uh, prices, man. He, I tell yes. you, he gives the best prices out of any store I've been to. And whatever he doesn't have, he'll order. He'll, you know, and he's prompt with it. He usually has it in like the next week or so, depending on his supplier stock. He Ryan does a, a bang up job up there. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, well, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you, Dwight, uh, for doing everything that you do. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for everyone for coming out, and thank you, Andrew, for uh, you know laying all this groundwork for us in Durham. Really appreciate it. For sure, man. For sure, man. As soon as I can get uh, back on the grind, I will. I've got some stuff in the working, finally, so looking forward to it. Uh, but either way, uh, thank you all for listening. Keep your ship on the mat. We're always rooting for you. And if all else fails, just roll natties. natties.